This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Do it again. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's a goal! What a goal! It's absolutely world class from Marcus Tuggay! Johnson puts it in the air. Aiden Fred wins the goal! It's the goal! It's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw him. Is it going to be there? Yeah! Yes! Oh my word! The Wednesday Got there in the end. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. As Sheffield Wednesday have secured their second win in the championship this year against Blackburn Rovers after being pegged back after going up 1-0 thanks to a goal from Bailey Kadamatri. Or is it Kadamatri? I've not worked that out yet. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday went on to take all three points. There is also a midweek uh, event against uh, top-of-the-table high flyers Leicester City to talk about as well. We're also live on Twitch and we're live on Facebook. And uh, Ash, uh, he doesn't know this yet, but Ash is going to um, man the comments that come through. So uh, any questions that you've got, please get in touch on the uh, on the comment thing that may or may not be there because I've just set Twitch up about an hour ago. So we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Uh, now, just to warn you, ladies and gents, Charlie's... Uh, been arrested apparently and she's now in a prison cell looking at that um because of the you know the dead body that's underneath the sheet normally in the background is that right Chaz? i'm so sorry say that again uh, I, we've also got prison wi-fi as well where charlie is so uh, so that's what's happening uh, uh charlie it looks like you're in a prison cell is that because people lifted up that sheet that's normally in your background when you're on this show yeah, the secret's out. I'm sorry. I uh, I got the body in the back, and now I'm, uh, I'm I'm atoning for my sins in Birmingham. In Birmingham. Well, uh, <laughs> as it may stand, Charlie's Wi-Fi's pish. So, well, uh, Simon, how are you, mate? You're right. Looking very yeah. uh, looking very Christmassy. Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. And um, what a week to be on, because normally it's really really bad. And what do we talk about? You know. 
Well, we, we've got plenty to go at, plenty to go at. So first up, we've got a um, we've got a game against Leicester. Now, if you listened to the show last week, you'd have noticed that uh, we all predicted something like a three 0 drubbing, and that was us being modest when we um, when we you know when 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 we called it, but uh, managed to secure a decent game there. Ash, I mean, uh, did you go? Did you have a good time? What was it like? First of all, it was fucking Baltic. Excuse my language. <laughs> you, you had to have wrapped up warm for the Wednesday night, I tell you. Was it was it big coat weather, Smash? It was definitely big coat weather. Yeah. So so some some folks in shorts, so big hands to them, uh braving it in that. But I'm I'm of a certain age now. I do not do stuff like that. I'll get a proper wrapped up. Uh yeah, I was there, mate, Wednesday. Um I don't know. How did you feel? It, it was it yeah, always positive, aren't I? On the podcast, you know. Yeah, mate. Um, it was, um, yeah, mate, well, Leicester, top of the league, coming to town. And obviously, we had that poor result against Birmingham uh, the mm-hmm. match before. So, it, it was, on all the social medias, it was one of those where it's like, is it 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, 5-0, cricket score thing going mm-hmm. on. Um, but it weren't, was it? It wasn't. <laughs> it look how happy he is. Simon, look how happy he is. I've never I... seen him like that. <laughs> happy I'm, Ash. I am happy. I've got to be on you four points out of six. Um, against two top seven teams, so if you think of that, it's uh, it's a pretty good week, isn't it? Um, yeah, man, Leicester, um, the team turned up, didn't they? Proper turned yeah. up, and it and it was a it was a shame. It was a shame for him to go one nil down. Yeah, first half it, it was. First half we could have beaten. It wouldn't have been two nil, but at least one goal up. With Bannon's effort after 40 seconds, was it that he still hasn't got a right foot? I mean, I think he, I think he went ummed and hard about shooting or passing it, and then did neither. Uh, but it was a great chance. And then I think it was Patterson, weren't it, where the keeper had a bit of a nightmare, which we're usually talking about our own keeper having a nightmare, not the opposition. And it was, um, it was good. And Pato, I think, had an open net, but there were a defender in front of him that. He managed to hit the defender, or the defender got in the way. Um, but it was yeah, it was great, and it was good, good um, to see Bailey Kadamata here. That's probably not. I don't know. We'll, we'll ask. We'll have to ask other people uh, to get his first start as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great to see him now, Charlie. I can see you moving. So it looks like we've got you uh, on a bit of Wi-Fi on the wind in the uh, in the in the in the Midlands there. So, um, how, how did you feel going into this game? I think it was one of those where, like, a typical Wednesday, like, if you expect that we're going to get battered, they're the games that we do the best on. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I was weirdly sort of optimistic because I was pessimistic, uh, if that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, I feel like it was it had every opportunity to be a fantastic game. And I think we, we, we deserved something uh, of late with how we've been playing. So it's just nice. And I think it was just, you know, it was going to be such a turning point if we could get a result against a top team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, Simon, I feel like uh, I feel like there's a bit, there was a bit of a monkey off our back, wasn't there, against, uh, against Leicester? Nobody really uh, saw that coming. But, we, we you know... If you've seen the team before, Danny Rule, under Danny Rule's tenure, we, we knew that there was something there. We knew that there was something happening. And um, and like Ash says, Bannon, if Bannon had found his shooting boots, I mean, he did well to get into that position, didn't he? And I must admit, I thought their goalie did really well with it in the swiftness he came out. But, I mean, not a bad day out, were it? 
No, I, I, I actually missed due to traffic. Um, Bannon's attempt literally walked in just after it happened, and everyone's going, "Oh, he's missed a sitter." It was an open net, and then when I watched it back, actually, uh, if he had a right foot, I think he would have scored it. Um, mm-hmm. Left foot, he dragged it wide. I think, like Ash said, I think he was caught in two minds, pass or shoot. So he did a shamash. Um, I thought the worst one. I think the worst one was Pato's. Pato's missed, really. I, I mean, mm-hmm. Pato had a defender to beat, which was probably no no real difference to what Josh had to do on Saturday against the keeper for the third goal. And and that one, I thought, was unforgivable, really, in a way. Um, and then Bam, Bambo, I think, had a header from, from a free kick or a corner. I mean, personally, I thought we should have been three or four one up at half-time. I really do. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was superb. I thought we went into it. We could have quite easily gone down the route of being awestruck at a team that had paid sixty-eight million pound a year compared to our nine. You know, mm-hmm. we 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 you know Reg Vardy up front. You know, it, it's these sort of things that you just think oh, they're a Premiership side. And at times, I think they thought they were a Premiership side and played like a Premiership side against a Championship side. And, and yeah. we we were there were shades there. I thought of the uh, Newcastle game from last season. We just mm-hmm. sort of went at the road and go, let's not be afraid. And we weren't yeah. afraid up until you know extra time where we got the equaliser. We weren't afraid of them, which was superb. I thought they were superb. And all all the work that Danny Rule's done is starting to come off. Yeah, and and, and very, I thought it was superb. Now, Ash, you know when their when their goal went in. Did you, were you sat there thinking, you know, this is going to be, this is it now, you know, because it's very difficult. I think we discussed it last week when the first goal goes in, you sit there and you think to yourself, ah, they've come out all guns blazing. looks like we're playing really well, but that one goal can really make, you know, really make the heads drop. Uh, did, Did you feel like that had the potential to do that? Or because of when they scored, we had the opportunity to regroup at half, half time. Yeah, it was, it was it was a bit of a kick in the balls, weren't it? Because we did play well in the, in the first half. Uh, for as much as the chances we did have, um, and we missed and, and didn't take them, which we have been guilty of, it was good to see us restrict Leicester as well, the mm-hmm. way we played. Because I don't think they... they of course, they, <laughs> top of the league, they did have some first-choice players out. They did rest a few players, which that's their own fault. We can only play against the 11 that we're, we're put up against. So we adapt mm-hmm. to that. Um, it, it was great to see just the Leicester being resort, resorting just to hitting them from twenty-five and thirty yards. It was it, it, that's what that's the game, and that I mean, going into so what did they score on the twenty about twenty-fifth? I think they scored fat 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 at the back post. I think we just got sucked in a little bit um, from the left-hand side. I think the cross came in, and a couple of I don't know whoever it was, maybe. Um, for Maywell at the left back should have should have done but there were two of them at the back and it, it were a good finish by the lad um, but then you think don't you or I personally do 1-0 oh here we go yeah <sighs> top of the league you know we have shipped a few goals not not being hammered but we have shipped a few it's like oh here we go and it just didn't they didn't they didn't seem to kick into second gear like into you know another gear to to, to capitalise was that down to us, though, Ash? Do you feel like we managed to nullify that? 
Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to give full props to the team for that. Hundred. Yeah, because um, uh, no doubt before Leicester, when they've scored, I, obviously I've not seen a lot of Leicester's um, games and, and everything, but I'm sure if they just scored one, they do. They have got the chances to go two, three, and it just didn't mm-hmm. happen. It just didn't mm-hmm. happen, and it was. It was. Oh, I was happy. No, I wasn't happy to go in one nil down, but the way that we stuck, still stuck at it. Still tracked back, still pressed. The pressing game that obviously Danny Rule's got on doing now is like a different animal from anything Cisco or even Darren Moore, anything like that. It's a totally different system that he's got on playing. And, and it touch wood from all this, like it, it seems to have been seems to be working and they're getting into that groove of it. Oh, Ash is in a good mood and props to everybody. What What is happening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? We've gone live and Ash is smiling. I don't know what's going on. Now, Charlie, you know, as Ash says, we, you know, we, we nullified them quite a bit. We did, we stopped them kicking into that second gear, as he says. Um, do you feel like, in fact, I was going to say, do you feel like, nah, bollocks to that. How mental did you go when we got that late equaliser? So I was... I was on comms, I was on uh, Discord with some lads that I was playing games with and I got like match on, sort of half watching it, half just kind of keeping an eye on it. And apparently all they heard was just this, fucking get it wrong! <laughs> and then the cut off, because I'd leapt up with my headphones on, ripped the headphone jack out like <laughs> mid-scream. So they just heard all this chaos and then silence from me. I was doing laps around the room. I was singing World in Motion, like I'd just absolutely <laughs> lost my marbles. It was, and it was amazing. Like it was so deserved as well. Like even before that went in, I kept thinking, we've still played well, even if we lose. And I know we've said that so many times this season, like mm-hmm. it's, it's frustrating. Like, but we, you know, to, for them to get that one goal early doors, early ish doors, but then for us to not, you know, it not be a cricket score and for us to really hold our own. But three points would have flattered him. It really would have flattered him. And it, and it, it is, you know, it is all props to us, but it is also recognizing that they didn't play like top of the league. A, a, a casual watching that would have not thought, that's top of the league versus bottom of the league, not for a second. So yeah, it was uh, it was fantastic. That's uh, that's that's really encouraging, isn't it? I I, I was uh, I was DJing that night actually, and I had it on in the uh, on the on the on the knobs that people arbitrarily touch when they're trying to DJ from a computer. That, you know, like like it makes a difference. And I had the phone balance there, and I was sat watching it, and. Uh, <laughs> and I was, I was doing some like showbiz DJing where there's a bit of microphone work, and, and I just, I was halfway through saying something, and it went in, and I went up oh, the shagging Wednesdays just across. <laughs> across <laughs> this and everybody was like, "What the fuck? Who's this guy?" And I'm going up oh, the fucking shagging Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I had my shirt on underneath, so uh, I'm just, I just DJed the rest of the night in, uh, in that. So. Uh, so that's nice, isn't it? Now uh, we had a uh, we had a, a, a geezer turn up from our YouTube. Don't know who the bloody hell he was, Si. Like just turning up, just having an appearance. Like, I mean, it, it, it'd be wrong if we didn't if we didn't um, if we didn't talk about him. Uh, we've got to talk about Bailey. You know, there's been a lot said about him. There's been apparent interest from Premier League teams and stuff like that. I mean, how did you feel he did against what's essentially a load of Premier League players? I thought he did really well. I thought he did really, really well. I thought I thought he put himself about. He's a lot more mobile mobile than our other strikers, Fletcher, Gregory mm-hmm. Smith. Um to say he's a young lad, I mean he's been 
he's been on the fringes for a while now, hasn't he? And there's there's been fans calling out for him to 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 get a start. I believe that that Danny's had him training amongst the senior squad, and and I think that's helped him. And I mean, they, they it, it, he was just down, especially Vestergaard. He was down Vestergaard's throat all mm. the time. To which point he fouled him, pulled the yellow card, got a yellow card on him. You know, he, he and and bear in mind Vestergaard's been around for donkey's years. You know, and mm. he's a good centre back, good played in the Premiership, and and and. He didn't make Bailey look a mug whatsoever. I thought I thought it was great, and he was just buzzing around, making himself a nuisance, playing that one up front. He was a lot more mobile than if we'd been playing Smith or Greggs or, or definitely Fletcher. Uh, and I thought it was superb. I thought it was really, really good. I know a few people thought he ran around, you know, like a headless chicken, but... No, he made a nuisance of himself, and that's what we needed. He's, he's, he's young, Simon. He can do that running around things. I mean, it makes, my, it makes my back hurt just watching it nowadays. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So he can he can do all that. Now, I, I'm I'm going to pop the stats up, Ash. Now, last week I managed to get that wrong, so I've uh, I've labelled them this time round. I've done really well. <laughs> it's not Millwall. So, <laughs> it's, it's not Millwall <laughs> for the people, for the benefit of listening. Now, a lot was made of the possession, Ash. A lot was made of the possession online. I mean, you know, there's a lot yeah. down there. We've had more shots on target than they did. But a lot was made of the possession with us only having 32% to their 68 obs. Um, did it feel like that in the first half? Or do you feel like when Leicester came out the traps in the second half, that's what they were, uh, that's what they, you know, that, that's them trying to take the win home, as it were, or... Did we sit back? In the- I think I think we we let them have the ball a bit, and they were always. I think Leicester, if you just said they were always going to have the ball, it's just they were pish with it. They were really bad with it, um, and they did. I think they had like three times as many passes as well than us, and it was just they just for whatever reason. I just I, I can't. It, our midfield. I mean, Volks had a cracking game again. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot being said about Volks. Yeah, it seems that he's he's coming into a, a bit of his own in the last couple of games, and we'll talk to him about Blackburn, which he carried on with. Um, and I think he he played really well in midfield. Uh, I just don't. It, I think you, it, it's easy, isn't it? You can have a, t- a let a team have as much ball as they want, and it's 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 up to you to stop them doing anything with it. And mm-hmm. I think we did. Like I said, well, before, we didn't manage it against Southampton, did we? You know what I mean? Well, they had all the ball, and we were, we were well, even, trying. <laughs> even so, they, they only scored in like the 85th minute, weren't it, to win two one? Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you looked at their mm-hmm. stats; I think they had about five times more passes than passes than us. It was ridiculous. If you have 68 percent of passing between your goalkeeper to your centre back to your left back to your right back to your goalkeeper, that's fine. As soon as it started mm-hmm. heading further forwards, that's when we broke it up. And like you said earlier on, Ash. The striking, they were they were hitting balls from 25, 30 yards out. That's what's what they resorted to. And if you look at the stats in regards to the number of shots on goal, don't forget, I think was it the Sunderland game? We had we we'd not had a shot on goal in something like two or three games about a month mm-hmm. or so ago. To turn mm-hmm. it into, I can't remember how many it was there, shots on target, but seven. seven. Seven? You know, I think we we went three games without having a single shot on target, you know? I've got the stats. The stats are ready. Always a ninja stat ninja. I think, I think it was the, it was the way that they they played, and I don't think for all that we all said, or I personally did as well, that Vardy would get a hat trick and he'd get five and six and stuff. Yeah, mm. I think he had two chances, 
And one of the chances, the ball was put into him and old Big Dish just stood oh. his ground and put a bit of shoulder on him. And it was just... Yeah, it it was brilliant. not getting past. And, yeah. and Ben, look, here we are, look. I'll put it back up, look, Ben. They are. They couldn't get past Big Dish. There we go. Big, <laughs> and, big Dish. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it was. And, and I think he had one other chance, Vardy. And like I said, it, they were peppering Row X and Row Z, weren't they, with the shots from 25, 30 yards. And I, and I think even though we scored in the 93rd minute, um, we deserve three points. And people... People, he's people... buzzing, isn't he? Look at him, Simon. He's buzzing. Ah. He's having a, he's having a right day. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, mate. I I, no, I like new ash. Just just turning over a new leaf. Just absolutely just owning man's. Um, now, Charlie, I was going to come to you in just a second, but uh, you know, Leicester finished out one all. Um, as the lads say. Uh, they were there for the taking, and we could have had a, a, a few in the first half. But um, in between the Leicester and the um, and the Blackburn game, Friday night was a um, was a an evening with Roland Nilsson and uh, the two lads, Charlie Ash and Ash and Simon, old enough to remember Roland Nilsson being mint, and uh, and and they went down there. Now Ash got recognised. <laughs> Sorry. Well, well, well. Oh, yeah. she, oh man. She was starstruck. So, so, Absolute starstruck. Tell us about that, Smash. So so I've been I've been on this podcast now, what is it now? Four, maybe nearly five years. Something and like I think that. that's the first time anyone's ever come up to me and said, Hello Ash. It's usually a wanker. <laughs> but no, hello Ash, this uh, this young lady, yeah. Came up to me and said, oh, hello, hello Ash. Um, Sorry, hang on. You didn't tell me she was a young lady. You just said a lady. I didn't realise she was a young lady. Like, are you knocking on Bambi? Dan, are, you, are, you, are you in our DMs, Ash? What, what's happening? He's been polite. He's, Dan, he's been polite. He's, he's been polite. We went to an evening with Roland Nielsen. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right, Ben. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was an evening with Roland Nielsen where um, I was probably one of the youngest in the room. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, she was a young lady. Uh, apart from your uh, son, she, and, she, apart from your she, son and my son. <laughs> they oh, were yeah, they going, Dad, who, who's this old man? He's a sixty-year-old man. Who's this man? So this young lady sat on the table next to us. Um, she says, "Oh, I've just been listening to you on uh, on the podcast in the car on the way here." I was, "Oh, thank you very much." Like and all that. And somebody, I think it was Simon, uh, said, "Oh, does he look better in real life?" No, he doesn't. Brilliant. <laughs> She actually said you look younger. Then she did tell. Oh, yeah. oh, Ash, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away in one in one <laughs> fell swoop. There, my friend. Now, Simon, tell us about that evening before we go to Blackburn, because you know, I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm intrigued for it. Like, what was it like? Was it fun? Was it? It, it was. It was like, it, it, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. I mean, Roland Nielsen's sixty. Mm. He's sixty, and mm. he looks younger than me. Ashton. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've always had a, he he. I had a massive. My my mum was bless her soul. She was madly in love with him. Used to go on mad about Roland Nielsen, and I had a bit of a man crush on him as well. I thought he was he was superb, and I remember being heartbroken when he ended up going to Coventry. He left Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I thought that's him gone. He'd be gone to Sweden forever, and then he came mm-hmm. back, and he actually ended up managing Coventry City. 
And uh, it, it was really good. Some of the stories he told were good. He, he's a very dry sense of humour because he's a Swede. But the whole room stood up and sang, and number one is Roland Nielsen, and number two is Roland Nielsen. Uh, the whole, and, and he was just the politest man you could ever come to me. And we took our boys, Ash and I took our sons, and, and he's in folklore with them. Bear in mind they're only 15, you know, he'd he way gone before our kids were even thought of. And mm. they know what a legend he is. Um, we paid £375,000 for Roland Nielsen. I thought you were going to tell me that's how much the tickets were. No, <laughs> no, the tickets, <laughs> were the, tickets, the tickets were £20, which was superb. It goes to the Sheffield Wednesday community. Um, and he, they, we paid three. And bear in mind, this is a guy who played in the semi-final of the World Cup, who mm-hmm. won um, UEFA Cup, who ended up losing, I think, in the UEFA Cup to Barcelona because he missed a penalty. Mm-hmm. And we paid £375,000 for him. Top dollar back in nineteen. That's more than what we've paid for Malik Wilkes last season. <laughs> <laughs> well, Moving good on. Day, gosh. Good day, uh, what? <laughs> I tell you, the highlight for me of the evening, Dan, we'll, we'll just think is, um, is they have an auction, they have a raffle. Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> so, so the auction's for £5 for a, a stripper raffle ticket. So chuck to five, rain light, we all got raffle tickets. Auction first. So the first auction item was assigned. Sheffield Wednesday shirt from this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it starts off, and I think it starts off at something like 150 quid, something like that. I mean, you could have won one from us for a two quid, but, you know. Um, and then it goes on, and, and I think it gets to about 240 quid, something like that. So guy yeah. puts his hand up, yeah, 240 quid. Buzzing, right. Goes and gets it. So a couple other things. Um, let's do the uh, raffle. So they did the raffle. So pulling mm-hmm. out one of the uh, things is a signed Darren Moore photo. Right. Yeah. So right. another one was a signed squad shirt from this right. season. So silver ticket, 600 and God knows what comes out. Big mighty roll comes up from the table. The geezer who paid 240 quid half an hour ago just won one for a fiver. <laughs> No, <laughs> no way. way. Exact same guy had bought a <laughs> raffle ticket and won the same shirt for a oh. fiver. For a fiver that he paid two hundred and forty quid. Oh my god! Did they not shout, "Put it back in"? Did they not? You no, know, he went and got it. <laughs> he went and got it. Oh, that would have been no cheering for me. That would have been booing, Charlie. That would have been booing. Uh, we've, have we had any comments on the interweb smash? Uh, we've had this one, which I don't really want to show. Go on. Stevie Spence, where's the big dog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he's having a tumultuous time. He's getting audited at work. So, you know what I mean? I, I think he's got he's, he's got he's, a lot on. His mum will put any pseudonyms down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Stevie's mum. We know, we know your game. No, I can't. No, that's, that's Blair's thing, that, isn't it? That's Blair's. <laughs> Blair's family. Yeah, if you listen, if you look at our comments on YouTube, it's all just Blair's mum and dad going, "Hey, where's Blair?" That's, that's what it is. Uh, right, okay, then let's get to uh, let's get the Blackburn then. So, Charlie, what were you thinking about this one before we went into it? Oh, yeah, I, I was all for it. Uh, it. It's just just higher for Leicester, um, and and it was again, it was one of those where it was like, yes, they're uh, you know they're in the top topper and topper end. 
more top end. end it's not even a word the higher end of the table Mm-hmm. But by that logic, if you can get a point against first, what are you going to do against seventh? So, yeah, I was right. I was really optimistic. And I thought, I think as well, like, it wasn't just sort of that higher intensity sort of pressing football we've been playing is finally starting to pay off. I really feel like we really went back to basics and stuff, like on the Leicester game. Like, we sort of touched a little bit on kind of possession, them having high possession. But I really think we need to give a lot of credit to, like, how well we were just, like, tracking back, marking them, like, keeping an eye on stuff we were happy to let them have a bit of a ball and then fanny around with it. And it was that as well that like really clicked with me because I was like, yeah, we've had loads of times in the game where we've been in the right place to score, perhaps not just quite pulled it off. We've, you know, we've been there, we've been aggressive, but then we've really lacked in some of that simple marking, that like simple football. And suddenly we got this, this really like really intelligent football, really intelligent midfield. And I thought, well, well, that's, that's golden, isn't it? That, that's exactly what we need going into Saturday is the ability mm-hmm. to score and to not concede. And I, you know, mm-hmm. poor mind-blowing uh football commentary so yeah i was <laughs> i was ex- i was so enthusiastic that i uh i in- assured everybody uh on my work due on saturday that i would only be happy drinking i was determined i was like there'll be no sad pints here it was happy drinking all the way um and other than briefly when we conceded and i was like damn it sad drinking i was like nope i'm straight back up again it was all good so yeah <laughs> i was uh, i was very very happy I tell you what, I did enjoy when uh, is it Smod 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 Jicks when he Smod-jicks. when he scored and he was and he was shushing shushing the crowd. I mean, I mean, fam, you've just scored a, a goal against the bottom of the league and to to draw it level, like. And and it was in front of the away fans, Leppin Lades Lower, where there were no fans. So I yep. don't know who he was shushing. Yeah, but you know, anyway. Yeah. Just shushing bits, mate. Just just doing shushing. But let's Not let's talk about the anymore. first. <laughs> Let's talk about the first goal, Simon. So, um, Windass down the left-hand side, and it's that man again. I mean, I've, I've just realised on this show tonight, I've turned you into our Bailey Kadamatri, uh correspondent here. So, uh, so reporting for duty. Uh, tell us, tell us all about it. Yeah. So, uh, I think Byers had an attempt. He saw he, he saw Josh alone on the wing, having a fag stood on the line. Going, hang on, you, you're free, you. So, old uh, old buyers had a go at getting it over, and I think it was cut back, and it just landed on Bannon, and Bannon just hit it first time, um, and the ball in was sublime, but mm-hmm. the movement from Kadamatri in front of the defender, and 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 the finish was just class. It was like he, it was like he'd been playing in Championship for donkey's years. To be honest, it was just such a good finish, and and. Yeah. There was no complaints from that, you know, like the goals we've conceded over the last two or three months have just been fuck ups at the back, basically, haven't they? They've just yeah. been people going, oh, I don't know how to defend. Whereas this was a striker getting in in front of the defender, bosh, back of the net. Thank you very much. No prisoners. It was wonderful. It was a beautiful sight to see. And I was a very happy chappy. <laughs> it sounds like Belgian blue had something to do with that. But um, <laughs> that was after. But, but I tell you what, there, there was something about that about that Kalamacha goal that I really like. So I don't, I don't know if you see it. Bailey delays his run a little bit to get into the edge of the six-yard box to, to to poke it home because what he did, he kind of hung back on the penalty spot to time his run. And you've got that as a defender, you stood there and you're thinking, do I go towards a striker or do I keep my line? And so. 
by hanging back, it just nullified that defender out of it. So by the time the balls come in, Bailey's got the momentum and that defender had absolutely no chance. And if you're watching back, I actually feel for him a little bit. But so many times have our strikers over the last few months looked like just stood there waiting for the ball to come to them, whereas he mm-hmm. actually attacked the ball. He went yeah. in and attacked the ball. So so Fletcher Smith, I've not seen much much of, of anybody else really, have been stood around waiting for the ball to land on the foot or the head to put it in. Mm-hmm. He actually, you're right, he timed his run perfectly. He looked for that ball in. Again, the ball in from Windass was sublime. It was it was yeah. just perfect. And and he attacked the ball, and that's what we've been desperate for all season is as somebody to attack that ball. Brilliant. Fantastic finish. Yeah, the uh, the League One striking uh, blueprint doesn't seem to work in the Championship, does it? You can't go for that big telegraph pole type, type of striker where you just try and get something on it like you can in League One. I feel like that was a really clever goal the more I watch it. Now, Ash, a bit of windy pops there. Sorry, mate. No, can right. you uh, tell me all about Neymar while Neymar, <laughs> Neymar, uh, while I go and have a, a supper drink just to try and uh, dispel the, uh, you know, the, the gastroenteritis that apparently I'm having while I'm live on the interwebs. <laughs> no problem. Well, he came back in, didn't he, against Leicester, and I didn't think he had the best game. So I thought he looked a bit off it, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest. But obviously, he's, uh, he's kept his place. I think there were only one change, was it Windass came in, didn't he? And obviously... Yep. Mm-hmm. Verified his uh, his right to get called up with a goal and assist. Like rightly said, I think when for me, I just go back to Windass when he were attacking. I didn't think he was going to drill it in low. To I thought he was going to chip it up to the back post or something. I didn't think he was, but he obviously knew what he was doing. He saw it more than me, and that's why he's a footballer. Well, I mean, and I'm not these professional footballers know. know more about football than us. How, how do um, they? <laughs> we just talk about it for shits and giggles, don't we? <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, oh, mate, um, yeah, I, th- I thought, I thought, I thought he had a quiet game, with Johnson again. I really did. Yeah. I, I don't think, I think, um, for me, he was a bit in and out of it, and he was like, just not. I don't know what's happened. Obviously, he's, he's missed a lot of game time. We know that he's probably not a hundred percent match fit, what they call it, even still, uh, and he wasn't. He's not anything like he was last season. I know he stepped up in league and he's not played. Um, but I tell you what, he attacked his, the goal with the ball, ran with it, and he tacked it. And that's the ball carrying is, I mean, all these stats people go out um, on, on Twitter and everything about ball carrying, XG and all this. Um, but he cut and it were a great finish as well. Drilled it low. I think keeper probably... Probably yeah, could have done. Like, nah, could have done a little bit better, but good for us because it's usually, like I said, <laughs> it's usually us that have been moaning the keeper. Um, but yeah, I thought he was a great finish, and it was just one that I think after obviously we conceded from uh, that Sammy Smodix. Um, the guy who's just scored goals for fun this season, yeah, by yeah, the way. I mean, he was going to get one, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he's on about fourteen now, and that he was the danger man. Uh, and then to, to to silence his shushing should we say, um, was great. Uh, and and once again, thoroughly deserved. Well, I, it's weird you mentioned stats, Ash, because here they go again. <laughs> I've got them ready for you, and I've got the stats that matter, the ones that BBC Sport do. It's the only stats that matter. Uh, is that the right one? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Now, this one's interesting, because like I asked about the, uh, about the Leicester one, Ash, was 
is the possession because the possession was very much 50 50 and then we went in front and blackburn endeavored to come back at us yeah. started peppering the goal in the last 10 minutes did you did you feel like there was a another equalizer on the way uh no no cool and that's and that's <laughs> and you do don't you like we've we've i think we've accustomed to uh to conceding goals and it has been all season but it was very feeling comfortable yeah feeling very comfortable i think i think that that possession came after danny made some changes at half time didn't it he took buyers yeah. off yeah. and he went yeah. to sort of five at the back was it and then three in the middle and they just overran us in midfield they really overran us in midfield but what was great and we were talking about this on the way home in the car was that last season Darren Moore would have carried on with that. Darren Moore would have carried on and carried on and we probably would have lost that game. But then Danny Rule just looked at it and went, this ain't working. This ain't working. Mm -hmm. And he swapped it around again. And and when he swapped it around, that's when we got the second and third goal. And it just basically neutralised them. There's one big thing that's happened, Charlie, the last couple of games where Bannon's come off, where, where Rule's mm -hmm. gone... Do you know what, Barry? You've done your bits, and and he did them really well. I mean, the the ball through for one of the goals was it the first one down mm. to down to Windass that yeah. little volley, absolutely outstanding. And then he's gone right. We're going to try something different, and Barry didn't fit into what we were going to try, and it it did it against Leicester as well. And then we scored. I mean, you know, that takes some bollocks to do that, doesn't it? Well, it does. And I think that's what I've liked about Rule is that he's, you know, he's absolutely stuck to his game plan. Like he's obviously had a vision. And I, I mean, I'm Bannon's biggest fan, but Bannon, I would imagine as a player, knows what he can and can't do and what he should and shouldn't mm -hmm. be doing. And I think mm -hmm. I, I do. I always feel for him as well, because I think he's the kind of player that because he's become such a bit of a cult hero, he's not allowed to have a bad game. He's not allowed mm -hmm. to ever make a mistake because suddenly then it's like, oh, see, see, or, you know, people like love patting themselves on the back of trying to prove he's something he's not, trying to prove he's shit or whatever. But it was an intelligent move to, to do that. And 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 there's there's been many a season where, you know, it manager takes takes Bannon off at any point during the nine minutes and you're like, is he injured? Is he picked up a knock? Is he on a yellow? Yeah. Like what what you know, what's the issue? But it but it was it was genius. And we've also we've got to start being those teams that build around that one person that, but you know, oh, unless we've got such and such in that's game over. And I think rule obviously sees what he can do and what he needs to change. And you've got to have that. You've got to have that flexibility. It's what absolutely skyrocketed us in like the first two thirds of, of our season, like uh, last season in league one was that we had such depth. Like if somebody was off, we got someone else in there. If, if someone was, you know, was tired, we got, a great choice in there and that's what he really needs to, to find and and I thought yeah it worked really well it, it really did actually hark back to last season that feeling of just because we've conceded there wasn't a moment where I thought well this is the beginning of the end whereas obviously beginning of this season very much felt like that all the time as soon as a goal went in whether it was like first one's gone in against us or or, or we've, we've conceded and drawn or whatever it was like oh here we go Whereas I didn't have a moment of that the entire time, all the way through the second half, I was like, "Yeah, no, like th this, this is coming back to us," kind of thing, uh, and it did. Um, yeah, fantastic. Seemed it, honestly, you you lot seemed a lot more comfortable than I did. I was I was like, "Oh god, oh god, it's going to happen again. We've gone in front. It's going to happen again." But you lads seem to have uh, seemed to watch a different game to what I did, or, or you know. Just not as cynical. You, you know, you watched more of the Leicester game than I did, so you were like, you were in charge. 
you were like this. Yeah, it don't matter, lads. We're trying to get top of the league. We're invincible right now. It don't matter. Um, and then Simon, we had uh, Windass cap off. What was essentially them going at it? Yeah. They they were mm. really coming at us yeah. and. And Windass managed to. I believe that's his first goal this season, right? It is. It is. What was what was brilliant was because Smodix had been he'd having a bit of a tussle with Volks, and 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 he was going up to the referee and moaning at the referee, and he was he was just one of these really sort of mouthy players. Yeah, great. He scored fourteen goals this season. You know, he he wouldn't have got his fourteenth this season if Liam Palmer had been marking him properly, but you know. Sorry, Steve. Um, but Steve it, is watching this online. But it, sent but it is, but it is Steve, true. Get in touch quick. Write a comment in quick. He's, he's having... <laughs> um, but he was he was mouthy. He was mardy. This, that and other. So when he put the ball in and it hit um, Masaba, so he effectively his assist was to, to, to Windass was superb. And then and we Windass, just sublime finish. What was it? 91 minutes to still have that in his legs. Yeah. To, to he'd been chased down by two players. Then mm. he's got to put it past the keeper who's coming out at him. Just coolly finished it. What would have been brilliant is if him finish it and then Smodic's come in and tackle him in the box and get sent off. That would have made my day because <laughs> I really, really did not like him whatsoever. It was a moany horrible little so and so. John Dahl Thompson just... got sent off, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell so, us tell us about that, Ash. What what went off? What went off? I've got a clue. I've just seen that he's got a red card here on screen. So, so what happened was, <laughs> if you watch, if you watch the second goal when Marv's coming down the wing, <laughs> Pat, Patterson is slightly obstructing Hill, right? But it is literally Hill. Hill, if he hadn't have, if he hadn't have obstructed him, Hill wouldn't have made any difference to Marv anyway. Um, he's sort of grappling and grasping him, but there was, he was nowhere near Johnson. Johnson scores. And then they're shouting at the linesman saying, look, I was obstructed. And, and that's what it was all about. It was the moaning about, theoretically, an obstruction, which had no no element of the game whatsoever. No element of the game. No, and, never and, mind when we kicked the ball against the referee and it broke to Blackburn and Blackburn scored. Yeah. You know, I mean, the referee was absolutely... Fine. I mean, Blackburn fans have been moaning like anything about the referee. He was freaking... Shocking! He was dreadful. Pato shit housing again, look. Yeah, well, like, it, it's what he does. Now uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't Stevie that, that put a comment on site. It was uh, it was Ben who's been on a couple of times before already this evening, and uh, oh, and he's and I think he's um, he's zero zero two Ash, isn't he of uh, of the Liam Palmer fine club? Oh, is he? Stevie zero zero one. So he's got you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's furious with you, with, you, with that, your Liam Palmer slander. I love Liam Palmer. But well, he's either agreeing or he's not, so I don't know. It could be, can it? Yeah, Ben, uh, can you clarify for us, mate? We need to know I mean, whether, you're, whether you're agreeing or not. Uh, I mean, I agree with Simon that Palmer could have and should have done better, but um, obviously I also went off, didn't he, after, Jesus, what was it, two minutes or something? Yeah. It was really early, weren't it? It looked like his hamstring... Uh, I know I don't think I've seen any sort of injury update, but if it is, that's minimum of six to eight weeks, isn't it, for yeah. Um So and then, and then Palmer came on, and he did a lot better than he had done previously. But like I say, he just just lost his man. I think it's um, it's really evident that, and it's and we haven't had this since Cavalier either. Um, 
that the international breaks, people always go, oh, they're, they're going to break up our momentum. Our momentum was in the toilet. So when, you, when you've got that type of thing, there's an opportunity to work on fitness, work on your passages of play and all the rest of it. And I feel like we've used the international break really well because we've come out of it very well. And, and you know, we've spoken before about Liam Palmer's um, fitness might might not be – oh, he's vice president <laughs> of the Liam Palmer fan club, please, Ben. Uh, <laughs> Talk, talking about Liam Palmer, what we've done, we've, we've kind of spoken a lot, haven't we, about is his fitness levels there like like there like they were last season after he'd been doing the marathons and, and he'd, had, he'd carried a bit of an injury and maybe maybe still on the way back and maybe we're going to see a, a, a turning point from him at, uh, at some point. Now, Charlie, I've got to talk about uh, one man in the midfield. I'm going to pop up the team of the week and look at the manager and who's in the middle of the park there, ladies and gents. Ah. Uh. Well, if it isn't little Willie Volks. Sir Willie Volks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what a player. Uh, what, what a, a player. Turn- I don't know about the Sheffield Wednesday turnaround. I think what a turnaround by Volks. You know the old, uh, the, the gif of, uh, gif, jif, what, what the youngins say, of Tyson yeah. Fury getting up when he got punched by Deontay yeah. Wilder. <laughs> that's that's Will Volks that in the last few games. because uh, he's, he's been immense. From, from immense. his... Bit of a debacle at Cardiff. He's um, he's turned it around a little bit, hasn't he? He's proper got into a role that uh, Danny Rule wants him to play. He could yeah. almost say he's got himself on a roll. Oh, Oh, my Lord. I'm wasted here. Try the veal. Right then. So, uh, we ran out as 3-1 winners at Blackburn. Uh, are we still not off the bottom of the table, are we? Are we? I, I don't know. I'm, no, I, I've just not. stopped looking no, at it. Not. I'll not lie. I'm well, like, yeah, well, see what we drew. We drew, didn't we, against top of the league and went from mm-hmm. 10, 10 points from relegation to 12 points <laughs> yeah. with a draw against yeah. top of the league because of uh, other results. Yeah. I think Huddersfield yeah, yeah. won. And then QPR, QPR were on Friday night. And the, it's just a good job we've had these four points. I know we need them anyway, but by heck, if we hadn't, we, it would have been disastrous. Because it's not disastrous right. yet. We're all positive, so... 20 now, points off, off, 20 points off playoffs 20 points off 20 points play. we're going up we'll just take playoffs this time round now charlie that's the, the brought you know everybody's in a good mood here look at them look at them <laughs> do you reckon we'll stay up <sighs> yeah I do. Oh, they are then. They are. You've heard um, it here first, ladies and gents. Uh, I tell you what, actually, in the comments if, if you know if, if you are watching online get it get involved i mean how do you feel our you know i was going to say promotion chances are fair in there but if, if you feel like, <laughs> why not feel like, why not? Why not? Like, He's got full <laughs> chance here. He's got full chance here. Hey, I'm telling you, we're getting playoffs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Charlie? Do you think? Do you think we'll manage? Do you think there are three shitter teams in the league than us? Sorry, did you just ask me that question? It just got. I out. did. Did you? Did your shitty Wi-Fi kick out again? I, I was going. I was going to say. Do you, do you feel like this? Go on. I don't think. I know this. <sighs> It's tricky, isn't it? Because this will just come back to bite me in some kind of little soundbite that somebody's yes, going to yes. flip into into like a your enthusiasm video. Yep, 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 yep. But I don't. You just have to look at us now, and that we are not. We are not bottom. We're not playing like mm-hmm. bottom. Do you know what I mean? There's. I just don't believe. I know we need to get the points from somewhere, and so every loss has been more frustrating because we haven't deserved to lose. But I just, I just can't see us not getting 
not just scraping through as a minimum. Like I, I, I just can't see it. And I do think a lot of that comes from the positivity we've built on because it's been obvious for the last fair few weeks now that we are more than capable of winning and getting the points. But it's been like the mentality. Like we didn't even talk about it from the Leicester game because um, obviously Fudge has got an agenda. But that Dawson save right at the death... Oh. That I, I literally said at the time that was going to make or break his season. If he'd yep. have conceded that then, after we just scraped one back in injury time, and then to concede that and, and give them the win and lose that potential point against top of league, he is never going to mentally recover from that. That would have been like absolutely mm-hmm. lost his lost mm-hmm. his bottle. But for him to get that on top of that point, and then we've built on with a win that is just going to skyrocket everyone's faith, like the crowd's faith, fans, everything. And that's the difference. It's not just that like, oh, we could play better. We should be playing better. We should be getting the results. Mentally, things have switched on for us. And I just, yeah, I I, I, I would be, I'd resigned myself to relegation if that's the way things were going. But now I think that, I think it would be an absolute crying shame playoffs, for us to go down. Playoffs it is. Uh, Charlie playoffs says playoffs. It is. I'm just going to, just, <laughs> just bear with me. Just going to make a note of that, Charlie. Gianni says playoffs. Uh, right. Ash, is uh, is everybody else agreeing what we what what the uh, what the people out there are saying? Uh, yeah, Chris says I think we could stay up with a good few January signings from Mister Rule. Take it to the last game of the season. Interesting that one because January is coming up. I was going to leave that for a week to talk about that, see who would ship out, but because uh, I needed to do more homework, so we'll we'll come back to that one, Chris, next week. Mm, um, Ben. I don't think Ben's. I mean, I'm liking the interaction from Ben. I don't think he, he's got. Surely he's got better things to do than watch us idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate it, Ben. Thank you. Rotherham QPR and Darren Moore Huddersfield below us. I think that's all yeah. it takes in it. Even though yeah. next next this week's opponent Stoke are dropping like a, a bit of a stone as well. Um, yeah, and and also if Nathan Jones is turning you down to be your manager, I, I don't fancy being a Rotherham fan right now. Mm, I mean, his mm. his reputation's on its ass. It could have been make or break for him, couldn't it? He's still getting paid by Southampton from the Premier League, so he'll be coining in. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> uh, um, for, are you going to ask me if we're going to survive or not? I, I was going to ask. Uh, you know, while oh, I've got right. you in this, while I've got you in this good mood, I was going to bring it to you. Damn right. Yeah, come on, Ash! Come on, Of course we are, man. <laughs> Gotta be, aren't we? Look, it's... Um, I said, I had this discussion, I, I, know, I can't remember if it was a guy at the Urinal or if it was Stephen. <laughs> I don't know, uh, I can't remember. But it did was, we stand um, him up for a My Wednesday to talk about <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah. Guy at Urinal. Yeah, that would be immense. <laughs> Urinal. Especially if you interviewed him there. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a it was a long story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I um, it, I think if we are, I want to say five or six points from relegation come January, and I, mm. I know that's a big December, but there is quite a few games in December. If we're five to six points within touching distance, I think with a couple of signings and, and a few going out, that's that's a a reachable target. Yep, reachable target. Bearing in mind, we have Stoke next. We've got QPR, um, oh, Norwich, shit. Norwich midweek. They're they're mm-hmm. going through a bit of a sticky patch, and and then we've got um, Coventry Boxing Day, Preston. There's none of the top six in there, I believe, no. at the minute. 
So now there's an opportunity we, to close them back. Preston had a great start and they seemed to have fallen away a little bit, mm. didn't they? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So looking at the, the the positionings and the games we've got coming up, there there is there is a good opportunity to at least add a few more wins to that. Uh and then go into the uh, the new year with a bit of plus I don't know what you guys think, but would we look more attractive side if we're on the up rather you know for players coming in? I'm sorry, Dan, I know you're going to talk about this next week, but I'm just thinking. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. With the points, momentum, and obviously the gap not being 10, 12, being five or six, surely players will look at that and go, actually, Danny, this 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 uh, German manager from nowhere has got him playing a good brand of football and he's getting some points. Um, I, I think I think it may be a good a good proposition for a striker that obviously we do need. And I know we've got Bailey coming through and he, he's playing, but no disrespect to him and he's a young lad. We don't want to be putting all his eggs into him yeah. because yeah, we, we the don't pressure, want to have championship survival balanced yeah. on his fairly broad don't, shoulders, do don't, we? Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd, of course, I'd love him to smash 15 in between now and end of the season and everything, but we we do, he would need support or he needs someone to to play with or just learn from an experienced guy or, or I don't know. But yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah. What about you, Simon? Do you reckon we're going to stay up? I think it'd be a close run thing. I I, I agree with Ash. We've we, we've what we got Stoke. I, I I think it's a confidence thing, and and that Leicester mm-hmm. performance, I think, has changed the outlook of the team. We've it been ignited something, didn't it? It has because we've been playing really well, and I'll, I'll go back to the Bristol game where we were really unlucky to have Bannon sent off. I thought that we would have beaten Bristol with eleven men on the pitch. And I think we've we've not got the results from the performances we've put in. And now we are. And that does, like you say, ignite something. I think it'd be a close run thing. It reminds me of my vague memories of the 90 season under Ron Atkinson, where we were one of the best teams in the league. And yet we went down on goal difference. Um, I'm hoping it's not going to go down that way. Um, but I, I, look, like Ash said, if we're six points off by Christmas... That's doable. That's mm-hmm. doable. Then we can pull ourselves out of the mire. It is January. I think you put a post there, didn't you? January is the huge one. We we can't be signing players at the end of January. We need to be signing players at the start of January. You know, we can't be four or five games in looking for a player. We need to be signing a player like Kenwin Jones or somebody like that who just goes on a flipping run and just bags loads of goals for us. 
And, and we all and we all want to can with Jones. Don't we, we Joe? Don't we just? Don't we just? Right. Okay then. So as Charlie picked up on earlier on, I have to be now nice about a couple of things that I've uh, that I've picked on on this show. So I need to be measured. I need to be nice. Yes, Cameron Dawson pulled out an absolute barnstorming save after we'd equalised against Leicester City. Fair play, Cam. I hope it does a lot for your confidence. Uh, it but was I also straight need... his... yeah, like, it was straight at his feet. It just kicked it. I away. mean, you know, it, it was all right, like you know what I mean. Uh, but there's also something else I need to talk about. Now, 1867 Club have been on. Uh, they've organised a protest and they've released a fairly lengthy statement, uh, albeit a lot more measured than the last one. Uh, I'm just going to bash through it for these last five minutes just to, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm not here to, to slag it off. I appreciate that some people are really angry about about the, the back of house uh, in terms of Sheffield Wednesday. So I'll go through it now. And it says, um, further to our request for a meeting with Dapon Chansiri, we can confirm that the club did indeed offer to enter a dialogue. We suggested the following. We would give up anonymity. I got that right, yeah. In exchange for written agreement that members giving up their names would not face sanctions from the club in terms of banning orders or legal action. That's that's fair. We also requested that uh, the minutes from the meeting regarding the potential takeover bid were publicised to the wider fan base. This would give Wednesdayites the clarity they deserve. Neither prerequisite could be met by the club, and as a result, we have no further option other than upscale the protest movement. We've listened to the wider fan base, and we have no immediate plans for disruptive protests during the game, and we are not currently in a position where we feel this is the best course of action when in the stands we're fully behind Danny Rule and the lads. Now, that... I'm all right with, right? They've reached out. They want to talk to the chairman. They want to have a chat. And he's going to try and wrap them up in NDAs. And it, and you know what? We're not going to hear anything that's come out of it. They've made two reasonable requests there. And oh, were no. they? Well, go on. What, what do you think? Well, no, I don't think, the second, I don't think the second one where they want a minute yeah. from a potential takeover. Who in their right mind is going to agree to, if I'm buying a business... I won't. Don't want anyone else to know what's happening in them negotiations. No, I, I, I tell you what. Yeah, I, I, I've kind of scaled that over a bit. But yeah, what, what I, I kind of like the. Listen, we don't want to get barred from the club like we've seen happen. You know what I mean? These yeah. people that wanted oh, their yeah. money back for COVID yeah. and, and they've been kicked out and stuff like that. I, I agree with that. Uh, they don't want to. Um, they don't want to disrupt any any games uh, as as we've tried before. I agree with that completely. Like that, and, and you're right. The, the bit that you've picked up on there. It's you know, I if you were buying a business, there'd, there'd be certain uh, protocols yeah, to follow. So no, I think I think it was sorry, Dan. No, I think it was something that they asked for, full well knowing they weren't going to get. And this, yeah. is my opinion, not the podcast, not anyone's, just me personally. So you can have a go at me if you want, whoever. But I'm just thinking that they've asked for something that they probably knew they weren't going to get. Because who who in the right mind? And you, yes, this statement from the last one is totally different. I don't know if they've got someone else writing them or, or they've just thought, shit, we did a, we did a pretty bad job. But yeah. asking for something you know you're not going to get, but that's one of the stipulations for carrying out your next act of witches as a walk and a bit of a protest. Fine, happy with the, them doing whatever they want to do or anything like that. But to have a stipulation where I think is would would have been against the interest of the club and the purchaser or potential yeah. investor to, to release something like that, then it's a bit... Do you feel like then it's a prerequisite to then set a precedent to then go into the second part that then goes, we urge you, the fans, to join us in protest at the current ownership at the club at 2pm on 16th of December prior to our home fixture against QPR. The protest march will... 
and there's the address, uh, Hawksley Avenue through Hillsborough Park and enter the director's entrance under the South Stand. The above is the above is current intended route, but we are in discussions with SAG, the club, and South Yorkshire Police. Uh, we call on all Sheffield Wednesday fans who've had enough of the current regime to join us in solidarity. This club will hear before and will be this club was here before and will be along after the current custodian. We stand together in staying enough is enough. The 1867 group. Now, do you feel like that was a, I feel like Charlie's having internet issues, by the way, that's why we've all moved. Um, do you feel like that's why they said that at the start then? In order to, to garner? I don't know if, oh, maybe, but I don't know if, surely they're not that stupid. Surely they, they, they genuinely probably said it and, and thought, They'd have that back, same from the club. But I don't think the mm-hmm. club or any business would have done that. So I thought asking for that, and if if they've got obviously they've got a swift sharp no, and then they've mm-hmm. took this other action. You don't know how far the negotiations. I mean, they alluded to the the negotiations breaking down in the last statement, but we don't know how true that is. You don't know where the negotiations are. You don't know what sort of NDA that Chan series signed with whoever's. Um, and are they part of the with. takeover as well? Are they? Uh, are they just middleman in this? I, 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 yeah, I, I, I find I find a lot of it of when I read it. Obviously, I wasn't involved in the podcast last week when you when you had um, when you went talked about it. But I tended to find that it's if buts and maybes that they'd heard from somebody. Somebody had told them this story. Somebody had told them that, and then they went off on a diatribe of. We don't want this. We don't want that. We don't want the other. I still fall back to what I said quite a few weeks ago about 1867. I think it was the first incumbent before they disappeared and then came back again. Was that they, they, they need to garner the other supporting groups here? That that by going out and they need to talk to Wednesday Art. Wednesday Art have been involved mm-hmm. for a long time with Sheffield Wednesday. I'm not a member of them and never have been, but. They were involved with Dave Allen. They were involved with the Ken Bates takeover, supposedly takeover Jeff then. Hulley. Yeah, Jeff Hulley. They, they, you know, they, they need to get the women's supporters group on board. They need to get the supporters action group on board. Um, before, before they even then try to then take over and say that they represent the fans, all they do at the moment is represent an anonymous number of four or five people who we don't know who they are, and if they want to remain anonymous, that's fine. But again, I understand why. I understand. Yeah, why. but I go back to Wednesday night. That Wednesday night at the time, we had a really the chairman at the time, Dave Allen. You know, was talking about banning people, and uh, there were certain pubs that couldn't use the Wednesday emblem, the Shakespeare and stuff like that. He was going to sue a snooker club for using it. You know, that was really top, really, really toxic time. Plus, also the club hadn't got a pot to piss in. He was loaning money to the club. I mean, that was a really bad time, but we didn't have the social media we have now. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time, um, people stood up in Wednesday night to him and they were season ticket holders and they were more than happy to stand up and say, and, and they stood behind at the time, a supposed takeover at the time by Ken Bates, who then obviously went to Leeds. But, they, you know, these people have, I'm sorry, but, some sometimes when you do these sort of things, you have to take it on the chin. If you love the club enough and want to stand up and do this, then if you get banned from going and watching them, then so be it. Sure enough, if I stood up and got banned from going to see Sheffield Wednesday, a season ticket holder, then sure enough, my argument is even better then. 
that the club has gone, well, sorry, you can't come in because I've stood up against the owner. I mean, sure mm-hmm. enough, then I've got more kudos than somebody who isn't admitting to who they are. I think it's brilliant. I think that the fact that they are doing what they're doing, at least they're standing up. But I think the way they're going about it is probably the wrong way. I, I, yeah, I can, I can I can kind of see both sides of it. Now, Charlie, out of the four of us on here right now, you're the one that's more prone to joining Just Stop Oil. I mean, where do you stand with it? <laughs> yeah, I... I uh... Sorry, what did you just say? I missed the last bit. I'm I said what? that you're more prone to joining Just Stop Oil. You know, you're all young and whatnot and all, you know, like all big thinking. And I just thought, you know, they're, I can old, see they're, all older, they're all older people like sizes in front of buses. She, and she's, stuff, got a, she's got V8 Mustangs sat in the car park in, in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> just Stop Oil, they've all got mortgages and like, not even fair yet. Wretched man. Um, yeah, I, I agree with everything. I agree with everything that's been said. I think, like, I don't know if you can hear me. I'm sorry if it's cutting out. But yeah, okay, um, cool. I 100%, I, I don't disagree with any of their points. Like, and and the 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 protest, the concept of the protest in general, the concept, concept of protesting in general, I'm 100% behind. You absolutely have to be putting your face to something. Like, unless you are talking about taking to the streets with something where you've got a mask on because you're worried that the police are going to take you down or whatever. It, the biggest issue that I have, not to get like really on my soapbox about it, but I don't know who these people are. Therefore, I don't know what they actually represent. So when they're talking about we, I think, do you mean you? Do you mean female football fans? Do you mean disabled football fans? Who are you talking about? Who are you representing in this? And while their overall message is one that I think affects all Wednesdayites, I think you have to be very, very careful when you use that we and use that collective we, because if we don't know who you are, you could be anyone with any kind of politics. And I might not want to pin myself to that. I don't know what that is. And equally, if you are getting a lot of negative attention, not in the way that a protest is intending, but perhaps if you are starting to ask for things and demand for things that maybe a lot of people don't agree with or don't agree with the way you're going about it the concept you have you also have to be prepared to take the consequences for all of us that you know you know our chairman's like he'll throw out punishments like right left and center the very least you Mm -hmm. could do is let us know what you're fighting for who you even are um so yeah i i have my concerns about anyone that that anonymously wants to make change like that i think you obviously feel like you might be in some kind of danger from something that you're losing, but you're happy for other people to throw tennis balls and perhaps be seen on CCTV and get done. I don't know. Like there's, there's elements of that that don't sit right with me, but I really want to make it clear. I don't like what the chairman does. I absolutely like 1 million percent champion anybody's right to protest. And I think we should say when we're not happy with things because it is our club and I'll I'll chain myself to the gates if I think that that's what's needed um, but it doesn't make you pro Transiri to be anti someone's methods of protest I think so, okay yeah. I, that, that's, that, I think that's fairly measured and from the lot of us there a let's, load um... of, uh, soup on the <laughs> yeah orange orange soup let's uh, yeah that's a that's a fairly measured response i, I feel like look I, you know if, if you want to protest i completely understand why you're doing that and and, and i get it and, and like i said last week i'm just not there yet to uh to start marching through Hillsborough park now uh i want to do this very quickly because we're already over time ash what we got coming up soon stoke city stoke what are you thinking oh my I'd, well 
buzzing, aren't we? We're all buzzing. So it's uh, it's a horrible trip to. Is it still? Is it the Bet Three Six Five? It's not the Britannia, is it? I'm, I'm oh, old. Fuck it's going to be Bet Three Six Five, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're like I said. They're I think they're twenty. They're about twentieth. Yeah, they are twentieth. So they're only. Hey, we're only eleven points behind them. So you know, hey, uh, got to be confident, aren't we? Got to get confident. Um, Two 0 Two 0 Wednesday away. Two 0 Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I, I am. I love this Ash. I love this you new like Ash. It? Yeah, man. I've, oh, had, I've had an haircut, but not a beard cut. And obviously, I need to get. Need to get me uh, my beard lights in there at Christmas. And if, if these young ladies are to be believed at these Roland Nilsson dinners, the Botox has kicked in as well. What about you, Simon? What are you thinking? <laughs> um, I'm going. Um, yeah, uh, we don't travel well to there, do we? We don't travel well. It's a bloody horrible trek. There's nowhere to park. Traffic out is shit. I'm going 2-1 Wednesday. Brilliant. <laughs> there we go. What about you, Charles? Yeah, there's no reason not to win it. You, you, you look what we're doing, you look at what they're doing. You, you, it's absolutely on paper something we've got to win. And, and therefore, yeah, I'm going to say 3 0. Let's go nuts. Let's go mental. Hey, 3 0. Write it down. Normally when I'm doing these, I normally write mine down and I've, I, I wrote one all and now I'm like, oh, I might change that to one nil, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, normally at, this, normally at this point of the evening, I normally ask for any other business if you guys have got any, but I've got some here for you, Ooh. right? I, I've brought some any other business to the fore and I've got a visual aid for it. Ash, uh, I don't even remember back in the days when you first started doing this podcast and you guys might not have heard this, but Ash used to send me pie reviews when he uh, when he first he started good, he, he did. Used yeah, to, he did. Semi fire reviews. We used to play him on the uh, play him on the audio. Now I've seen this on accounts such as Footy Scran. Have you seen this? This is a Philly cheese stick that's been doing the rounds on Twitter, and apparently it costs three pound. Now, where? If, where? Hillsborough. No, uh, Hillsborough one's been on, and it looked dreadful. Hillsborough. Is that Hillsborough? Uh, is that in your posh seats. stand? Is that blue seats? Well, that's Hillsborough. But it's it's three pound. Ash, look at it. It's it's meat and cheese and bread. What? That's like three of my favourite food groups. One, I doubt it were three quid if it's from Hillsborough for one. No, it's Isn't not it? Hillsborough. The seats are too shiny. They're not faded and gone really like no. brittle. Well, look, it, I, I think I did see it on Twitter. It was Hill. Someone did say it was Hillsborough. Right. Okay. And I did see, look, it, but it, I can't it, believe if it. If someone knows where to buy that sandwich, I'm going to be, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm your pal. Uh, Ash, have you got anything to add? Uh, just one thing, if that's all right. Uh, I know. Go, I'm, James. I'm stop talking in a minute. Uh, you may or may have not seen that we have run a, a raffle competition um, for the last couple of weeks uh, to, to win a signed Chef Wednesday squad shirt, home shirt. And it was won by John Wakefield. So congratulations to John. Um, we raised £190 in, in tickets. So um, whatever we got left over from a shirt was 65 125 quid is going to go into our coffers for the uh, community stuff that we're doing. So And we've got some stuff coming up at Christmas. So look out for that. So much appreciate to everyone uh, who bought tickets, who, who donates or does anything for... For us, or even watches um, YouTube, because we get like what is it, fifty three p, four pence yeah. or something for every thousand views. So, so we've we've got about four quid from all that. So, thank you very Isn't much. It? 
I was so, in, I was in, I was in, I was a content for three yeah, P. And all, and all the uh, on Twitter, all the crap uh, stuff I put on there just to garnish interactions because we get paid for that as well. So yep, yep, and that was eight pound fifty for six months, wasn't it, Ash? That Something we got? like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we're, we're not we're not running off to the Dominion Republic or anything like that. No, are no, we, no, on the no. Yeah. No, don't worry, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry, guys. We're not. Uh, <laughs> we're definitely it's, not going to get rich. It's off not it. paying for Charlie's bail to get out of that hospital <laughs> that she's in. In Sorry, it. Charlie, you're still there. In it. Just <laughs> right. Listen, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot for watching us online as well. Thank you for your comments tonight, folks. Simon, I'll let you do the see you later. See you all later. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. The And puts it in the air. Aiden Fred wins the hour! It's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw him. Is it going to be there? Yes! Oh my word! It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.